Okay, now I have the privilege of interviewing Margarita. Margarita, how are you? Fine, thank you. So we're at SHRM 2018. Would you give me a little bit of an idea in the audience of your background as it relates to HR? Okay, I have been working in HR uh, in about for about uh, 30 years right now. You must have started very young. <laughs> yes, I was uh, in another industry completely, in the chemistry industry, and uh, I decided to uh, do something to get some money, and my decision was to translate books. And there was an ad of a book company asking for someone to translate books. I just answered the, the ad, and they decided that uh, I was better to fit a position that was uh, to promote training materials. Now, you're bilingual, is that correct? Yes, With Spanish I am. and English. Yes. And tell the audience what an impact that you can be for companies who have Spanish-speaking people there. How does that work? I mean, well, it's a great advantage. If you, for example, review uh, the population of uh, Latin America, it's a lot of people, it's a huge market. And also, if you review United States, you have about 40% uh, of the people that is uh, maybe not uh, very fluent in English, but they know English, uh, Spanish and they understand Spanish and they can uh, or prefer to have information in Spanish to understand it very well. Can you give me and share with the audience maybe a success story or two that where you've been able to, to impact an employee who may have been struggling understanding their benefits or a situation that came up where your Spanish-speaking ability was able to make a difference? And as I told you, I was hired like that in this book company, and I started to work in English and in Spanish because all the materials were in English, and uh, I have to translate it to Spanish. But right now, at uh, the side of being a training and a consultant, I am the head of uh, a forum group of SHRIM in Mexico, and I am the head of the ATD group in Mexico because I have this uh, double uh, language managed. Then I can uh, organize things and take all the knowledge of these two institutions to uh, the people that speak Spanish. As a matter of fact, I'm just uh, training for the preparation of the certification stream in Spanish that is starting. Interesting. Thank you. Now, we're at the SHRM 2018 conference. There's all kinds of new things being shared here. Where do you see the changes in the next, say, three to five years happening in the human resource area? Okay. There's a lot of uh, things related with inclusion, with uh, change management, with flexibility. Uh, companies used to be very close, very tight, very oriented to what the CEO thought and what he wanted and the way he wanted and now they had uh, been opening a little bit and we hope that they open a lot more to include different kind of people to include different kind of ideas how are some companies adapting to their spanish-speaking employees uh, 
do many companies bring in extra people in HR that are bilingual like yourself? Yes, uh, I can tell you an example of what uh, I knew just uh, two months ago. There was a girl that was working for a company. She, is, uh, she has a, a title in administration and was working for a company in California. And suddenly she went to a conference with her company and uh, when a group of people, someone wants to say something and they didn't know how to say it in English. And they say it in Spanish, just uh, thinking loudly. Como se dice? Yes. And, uh, and then uh, she just translated immediately in English. And her boss looked at her and say, are you bilingual? Can you understand Spanish? And she said, yes. And can you speak it? Yes. And can you read it and write it? Yes. Why you didn't say something like that? And the next uh, paycheck that she got, she has an extra 15% payment. And she said, I think there's a mistake here. And they <laughs> said, no, the company pays extra money for people that has another language. Wow, that's then, a nice surprise. Yes, she got that money and she was not expecting that. And she was really very well, very well acceptance of this. And she didn't know because if she knew that, she will say I'm bilingual most uh, earlier. Right. And it was very interesting. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for spending your time with us, Margarita. Hope you've enjoyed the Sherm Conference and RK Financial Wellness. Certainly appreciate your time. And you, for spending time with us, we're going to give you a copy of my newly released book, Beyond Money. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Good morning. Good morning. Now I'm with Deborah. Deborah, it, Deborah, tell us about your background. So I'm an HR practitioner by profession for the last 20 years. I'm actually from the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. And then I worked for a global oil field service company that transferred me to the US. And then I left that company and I'm with ADP right now in a client services manager role. Great, and you said you were in HR. How long have you been in HR related fields? 20 years. 20 years. So you've seen quite a few different things in HR. I have. What, what, are, what would you say are some of the best practices or good tips for people that are looking for new ideas and to be better in what they do? In terms of from the HR Yes, from the HR perspective. I think um, especially the way the current work climate is, a lot of inclusivity, diversity, employee friendly policies. The Is there anything specific? HR doesn't work anymore. So, do you have any examples of what you've seen done in any of those areas that's been effective? Yes. So, when I was with Baker Hughes, one of the key things that we talked about was our purpose, and it was, the purpose was all about changing people's lives. And then, interestingly, when I moved to ADP, had a very, very similar purpose where we change people's lives, and I think that's something that employ, employers can embrace. Wow, changing people's lives. Can you give me an example, a story or two that you remember that was pretty impactful? So with Baker Hughes, there was always a lot of giving back to the community. 
And I remember a young engineer once telling me that he was part of the Engineering Without Borders, where they would go to maybe a Latin America country and help build water wells. And, and, and that was like amazing. And then at ADP in El Paso, where I am, there's a huge community involvement, whether you're involved with the Ronald McDonald's home or anything like that. Wow. And with ADP, they actually go as far as giving eight hours of volunteer paid hours so you can choose your charity and volunteer for that eight hours. So that's why it's hugely impactful in terms of changing people's lives. That That's very impactful. I can see that it's a company that really uh, wants to make a difference, right? Where do you see the industry going here when we're at the Sherm Conference, you know, 2018, and there's all kinds of vendors here talking about new things, but where do you see the industry going in the next, say, three to five years? Any changes you see coming? I think when I started HR a long time <laughs> ago to even now, there's so many changes, but one of the key things I said was the inclusivity and and the way that the world is, it's so borderless. Information is the speed of as fast as you can pull out your smartphone. And I think the key is that employee, employees need to be as agile as they can to respond in that world. I think that makes a lot of sense. Well, Deborah, thank you so much for stopping by our podcast. And as a thank you, we're going to give you a copy of my new book called Beyond Money. Thank, thank you, you very much. It was uh, awesome. Appreciate en it. Enjoy the show.